This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Here's something really cool that is happening in the month that's coming up. The Arab American Museum in Dearborn will ring in Black History Month this year with Access and the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers celebrating freedom stories. It's a wonderful coming together of our region's great artists and some of our greatest cultural treasures. Joining us now to talk more about these events is Satori Shakur, who is the host of Twisted Storytellers. Satori, really great to see you. Good to see you too, Stephen. Also with us is Shahad Atia, a storyteller at the upcoming event, an immigration and criminal defense attorney who was born in Baghdad, Iraq, and resides here in Detroit. Shahad, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Uh, and Dave Sirio is Education and Public Programming Specialist at the Arab American National Museum. Dave, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. Thank you. So, Dave, I'm going to start with you. Uh, tell us how this all comes together. Uh, I, I love that this is happening during Black History Month and at the Arab American National Museum, which is this great cultural treasure out in uh, in, in Dearborn. Uh, it's a coming together across some cultural uh, uh, lines, I think. Uh, talk to us about how you came up with all of this. Sure. Um, so a few years ago, we were actually approached by um, uh, um, an organization called Palestinians Podcast in Boston. And they came, in, they came to us and said, hey, you know, you know, do you do any storytelling events? Um, we'd like to, you know, they do a lot of uh, storytelling around Palestinian American experiences. And we're like, well, we really don't do that uh, a lot or nearly enough. So they partnered with us and we created, a, you know, an Arab American storytelling program. And then that was pretty successful. And so we started doing more and more around specific themes um, whether the things we have in our permanent uh, exhibit collection or temporary exhibits. Um, and so it came off, you know, and, and people really enjoyed it. And it's part of our mission, you know, documenting the history, culture of Arab Americans. And so here we are working with Satori. And this idea of Arab American history and black history, the intersection there, can you talk about how important that is? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely, you know, super important. Um, one of the goals of the Arab American National Museum is to really work with other communities in, in the area. Um, and I think we would be very naive to only focus on, um, you know, the Arab American experiences of freedom or um, of immigration or whatever the case is when you have so many other communities um, really experiencing the same things. Um, and so this is one of our missions is to kind of fulfill that, you know, that goal of working with other communities who have very similar stories to us and also kind of to network and kind of mix and bring the community together. Yeah. Uh, Satori, you are the chief storyteller here in the city of Detroit, the person who I think <laughs> just is, is is doing amazing things with the whole idea uh, of storytelling. Tell us what makes this edition of Twisted Storytellers different and unique. Uh, it makes it unique because um, what I've discovered in working with the, the storytellers and the museum is so beautiful. And, and the whole idea was it to be like a cultural exchange. We have, we go to the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers, goes to the Arab American National Museum. And then the Arab National Museum storytellers come to the Charles Wright in, in sort of an exchange to introduce. Our mission is to connect humanity healed. So it's all part of our mission. And um, Steve Gold introduced me to Access, and then we met with Catherine Grabowski, and it was just a very beautiful, powerful energy. And then when I started to listen to the stories, I didn't see two, the human being in the stories, just like the, freedom is freedom. It's an internal process, mm -hmm. and it's an external process. Um, 
thing that you always have to push out on because freedom always is it's a it's a negotiation <laughs> every in every space in every way it, it, you don't just get free and there you go it's all so what i'm learning in these stories is that well with M- miriam noor she's a very young uh, iraqi um arab american and sh- and her story is is any young person's story trying to find their identity in the big world you know you're insulated at home and then you go into school and different people mm-hmm. so it's i, I don't hear in, in on, on the human level i really just hear humanity trying to find who it is and to express it freely and uh, the, the the external her, her, the, she talks about her hajib and all of those things so it's um it's an amazing experience for me and matter of fact i heard abdul on your show after the 2016 presidential election and i heard him say he wanted to connect with the african-american community i'm in my car because i listen to you in my car. <laughs> i'm in my car go oh my god i would like to connect with him i would like to connect with him and then it just naturally occurred organically occurred yeah yeah, yeah. uh shahad uh, can you tell us a little about your story and what made you decide to tell it in this forum? I think the process of storytelling is actually hard in the beginning because you have to make the decision that you're going to stand up in front of people, even if it's an audience of one, and say something that might make them uncomfortable and in turn make you uncomfortable. And I'm still going through that process, and I think Satori is helping me gain that confidence because although I can go to work and and represent asylum seekers and represent people that are dealing with very tough issues, I feel still a little bit distant and strong enough to be able to represent them. But am I really strong enough to say how I feel and tell the world what I'm doing? And that's really the toughest part. And I think that's part of the freedom that I'm feeling through the story. It's not just the story. It's the actual telling of it. Right. Uh, You were born in uh, Baghdad, Iraq, and now you live here in Detroit. Tell us uh, about that journey. Uh, The journey is really so the other part about the storytellers is one person's story kind of finishes the other person's story. <laughs> so some of my story is in someone else's life. And and now I'm on a different path. So we're all on this journey together and one person completes, completes some parts of mine and maybe I'll complete somebody <laughs> else's. And so uh, in the beginning, as, a, as an immigrant and as a part of a community, you want to be uh, within your community and keep the cultural norms and, and preserve those. But really, when you come to America, it's a lot of it's a big melting pot and it's really hard to stay away from the realities. And in Detroit, especially, it's uh, it's it's very diverse. It's full of different people that you would have never met had you lived somewhere else, maybe. And so my story is really about meeting African-Americans in prison and then meeting them in law school and being having a totally different perspective on African-Americans from whether you get it from the media, from uh, music, and then from culture, and then from prison, and then finally you meet somebody that's educated. And what does that mean to you? And I happen to fall in love with someone like that. Wow. And so for it's really me telling the community, I'm doing something that might be uh, different. It might make you all uncomfortable, but that's part of the freedom that I'm, that I'm uh, 
aspiring to attain. And it's a different it's a different kind of freedom than I think a lot of people might associate with an immigrant or especially an immigrant from from uh, Iraq. Absolutely. And I think that's that is the interesting part. And it's interesting even for me because (laughs) everyone uh, even as an immigration attorney or as a criminal defense attorney, people come to me because they want me to fight for their freedom. And sometimes I'm fighting for my own in a different way. And uh, so everybody has got their own cages and everybody can either you live in America. So you can either choose to be shackled by those cages or you can choose to break out of them. And that's and nobody has done it better than African-Americans. And so African-American story is the story of you came, you were brought here against your will, and now you're free. What are you going to do with that? And I think they African-Americans challenge every other American to say, if I got this far, what are you doing with your freedom? Because you have a step up. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's. It's really nice that we're at this cusp of of society as well, because sometimes Arab Americans are now at the level where they want more rights in America. And what is a better example than 1965 uh, Civil Rights Act? Right. So don't go back and reinvent the wheel. Learn from your African-American brothers and sisters, because they already did all the work to get you here. Just take the freedom to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can hear Satori's work. Uh, <laughs> she affected me. <laughs> in, uh, in your retelling of all of this, I see what she is up to here. Uh, Satori, talk about, though, uh, the, the way you reach inside someone or get someone to reach inside themselves to really redefine uh, the concepts uh, of, of storytelling and and something like freedom. I mean, the way that, that, that Shahad was just describing her own uh, struggle with the, the concept of, of freedom is really different than I think a lot of people think of it. Well, um, I guess it's called listening. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> listening is a power. I, I, I say, I say, I said it in my TED talk, it's a revolutionary act. To so listen, I, to actually to, to, to listen. listen. Yes. So people don't think listening, they, it's a cat, people don't listen. So one of the things we do with storytellers, not only develop storytellers and stories, we develop the listener for those stories. Um, and, and, and so listening is not an easy task because you have to give up something. You have to give up your opinions, your point of view, your everything and get over in the life, in, in the world of the person who's telling the story so that you can ask the questions um, freely ask the questions without overshadowing anything. So when Shahed came to me at first, she she's a beautiful writer, and obviously you can hear, you know, how she weaves a tale. <laughs> but first she came, and it was very, and I was exciting to hear. And then she starts somewhere five minutes into the. I said, Isn't that the story? <laughs> Did you um, bury the? Um, well, I don't know. I don't. So it's the the work isn't. The work, more the story is already there. It's a lived experience. It's powerful. The work is connecting with the storyteller in a in a in a level of trust to say this is this is this will do good for somebody else. I mean, it's 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 your experience. You got freed from it. You got a breakthrough from it. You got enlightened from it. What what would it be 
to give that gift to someone else because that's everybody's power, their story. Mm-hmm. It's a gift to the world. But if you keep it in, we're, Joan, Isabella, and we were out there talking, if you keep the story within you, it just sort of festers. It needs air, you know, like when you're growing up and you had that Band-Aid, your mother would say, take the Band-Aid off and let the air get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like that with a story. Let the air get yeah. to it. Let other people take a piece of the pain, a piece of the joy, and show you what it looks like reflected. And maybe if you see that, you'll see acceptance. And if you see acceptance, maybe you can become free on a certain level. And and with each of the storytellers, mm-hmm. uh, are you going through that process of trying to define what freedom means for them inside their stories? Well, they they define it. They I help them find what it is. I mean, uh, Miriam, she was she had so many parts. So it was like focusing focusing her story. Claire is very clear. She's a Rwandan um, genocide survivor. She was 10 at the time, um, HIV survivor. So she's very strong. And and her story is huge because she remembers it. uh, You know, the Rwandan war was huge and it had a great impact. So just shrinking her, her story. And um, Ali, his story is very, very clear uh, of, an, of an Iraqi young boy in school, not having the language and the teacher saying, you'll never be able to read. And he's asking, well, why is that? So because I can't speak English. He, now he's a reading interventionist, teaches at the same school. He went to school that the teacher told. <laughs> so it's it's just, and then the Coles LGBTQ African-American young lady went in, in the workshop. Miriam jumped up. That's my story. And they're, you know, it's like Iraq, Afri- Detroit, DSA wow. graduate, Michigan State. And it's like, and then when Shahed was telling her story, Miriam's like, really? You date black boys? Everybody Arab dates black boys. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting an education because I, you know what I mean? It's so um, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm fulfilled as an artist, as a human being, to know that our connections are so accessible. They're, they're, it's just in listening, yeah. really, and sharing that process. Right. Uh, Dave Serio, uh, talk about how you guys settled on this as the, the right theme for, for this uh, the celebration at the museum, freedom. Yeah, um, I think just looking about looking at kind of like everything going on in the world, you know, internationally, nationally, locally, um, I think it just it just felt like the right time um, to you know to kind of pair it with you know these stories of freedom, and then of course having it paired with with you know uh, African American History Month in February, um, it just seemed to work really really well together. And so our goal at the museum, like I like I mentioned a little bit before, is to really you know bring in other communities to kind of share their stories and kind of. Uh, you know, kind of um, not compare and contrast, but, you know, to, to kind of have their stories uh, intertwined with the Arab American story is one of our major goals. And so this just seemed like the best time, the the right time. And uh, we're really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and these events are, of course, open to the public uh, at the at the museum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they're open to everybody and anybody who wants to hear uh, an amazing story, have a good time, you know, mingle and, and, and you know, chat with some other folks that they may not have encountered and you know yeah. it's a beautiful museum it is i have to say been. to so any listeners gorgeous. who have not <laughs> been uh, to the arab american national museum you really owe it to yourself to go and experience what's there it is it is one of the really wonderful 
spots here in uh, in Southeast Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay, Satori Shakur, host yes. of Twisted Storytellers. Thanks, as always, for Thank dropping you. in to talk with us on Detroit Today. Thank uh, you. Shahad Atiyah, storyteller at the upcoming event. Uh, we will look forward to hearing what your story is and hearing what the reaction is to it. Thanks for being here as well. Thank you for having me. And Dave Sirio, education and public programming specialist at the Arab American National Museum. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much. Okay, that's going to do it for us today. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.